0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM prepares to gather telework information from all federal agencies. DOJ and HHS strengthen their partnership to put more heat on fraudsters. And a senior official leading workforce issues at the State Department is stepping down. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, December 12th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Agencies should get ready to gather employee data on telework. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Office of Personnel Management will soon collect information from agencies on their telework policies. They'll have to share data on how many employees are teleworking, how their telework program operates, and any outcomes of implementing it. OPM has had this annual data call for over a decade. The information from agencies, as well as feedback from other stakeholders, will go into an OPM report to Congress. Agencies' responses are due February 10th and will cover fiscal year 2022. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. We now have a bit more certainty on who's going to be leading the Defense Department's digital modernization efforts. Lily Zalecki is now the Deputy DOD Chief Information Officer for Information Enterprise. zalecki has been serving in the same role as an acting official for several months, but gained the formal title last week. Her portfolio includes DOD's cloud computing initiatives, software modernization, and IT reform. The Office of Personnel Management is offering an updated version of its dismissal and closure procedures ahead of snowy weather this season. Federal employees can find out if D.C. offices are closed for snow by checking opm.gov. Employees can also download the OPM Alert mobile app to immediately see any updates on closures in the DC area. Feds who work outside the beltway should look for announcements from their own agency for updates. These procedures from OPM also cover other types of emergencies and natural disasters. The Transportation Security Administration gets the go-ahead to begin modernizing its communications network after surviving two protests over its task order award to AT&T under the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, vehicle. The Government Accountability Office rejected protests by Verizon and Lumen Technologies over TSA's $294 million award. GAO ruled that TSA did not err in its evaluation of personnel and non-price evaluation factors. TSA made the award to AT&T in August for data, network, and voice services. Now that the TSA task order is in place, the Homeland Security Department and its components still have four more EIS awards to make. An expanded partnership between the departments of justice and hhs aims to put more heat on federal health care providers trying to commit fraud doj's antitrust division and the hhs office of the inspector general signed a memorandum of understanding that will increase information sharing and let the agencies make referrals to each other about potentially illegal activity hhs and doj will also coordinate on policies and training for auditors and investigators in November DOJ and the HHS OIG worked together to charge 36 people with 1.2 billion dollars in alleged health care fraud in 2022 the Defense Department launches a new website connecting it to public and private organizations that can deliver new technology A press release Friday says the Innovation Pathways website will serve as a gateway for universities, students, small businesses, and other organizations to connect with programs involved in research and development. The Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering launched the site to provide a user-friendly platform for those organizations that want to work with the DoD on innovation projects. It includes a guided tour to learn how to use the site, the Department of Veterans Affairs is on a hiring spree for IT talent and is recruiting private sector tech employees to join its ranks. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VA's Office of Information Technology is recruiting laid off tech workers to fill about a 1,000 vacancies. VA Chief Information Officer Kurt Delbeni says the VA is allowing remote work and trying to hire some of the more than 100,000 tech workers who are laid off this year. It's happening at the same time that we're really trying to be successful in doing a transformation of IT at the VA. The VA is also getting close to having final approval from the Office of Personal Management for a special salary rate for federal IT hires. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The commercial satellite market is growing, and so is federal agency spending on satellite imagery. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. NASA spent the most on commercial satellite imagery out of 10 civilian agencies reviewed by the Government Accountability Office. The space agency reported spending nearly $76 million across five blanket purchase agreements for commercial imagery since 2018. Eight agencies reported that they use imagery acquired by the National Reconnaissance Office and the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. But exactly how much military and intelligence agencies have spent on those services is classified. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is expanding the Next Generation Network Priorities Services Program which provides first responders with front-of-the-line service for voice, data, and video communications during emergencies and disasters. The program is now developing priority service capabilities for multimedia applications like Skype, WhatsApp, Zoom, and Teams. It's also delving into audio and video streaming, including YouTube and Spotify. And DHS is looking to expand priority service to web applications like email as well. A senior official leading workforce issues at the State Department is stepping down. Deputy Secretary of State for Management and Resources Brian McCune is leaving the agency. During his tenure, McCune helped the agency recover from a Trump administration hiring freeze and implemented lessons learned from the COVID-19 pandemic. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, December 12, 2022, I'm Peter Messerlian.